Broads, this episode is made possible by Relief Band. Uh, You know your girl gets nauseous on boats. I went on a boat during my vacay, wore my Relief Band, and guess what? No nausea. Yes, God bless. I get nauseous from everything, migraines, lack of sleep, stress. Well, I finally found the one thing that helps my nausea, and that's Relief Band. So Relief Band is the number one anti-nausea wristband that has been clinically proven to be effective against nausea caused by motion sickness, anxiety, migraines, even hangovers, which I have yet to try, but I'm very excited. I will tell you it works, my friends. Uh, Just put the relief band on your wrist and the band stimulates a nerve that sends a signal to the nausea center of your brain. It sounds complex, but I promise broads, it works and it works so well. As you're getting ready to take that summer road trip, hopping on a boat, or you're just anxious about heading back into the office, we got good news. Right now, Relief Band has an exclusive offer just for Chatty Broads listeners. Go to reliefband.com and use promo code chatty you're going to get 20 percent off plus free shipping and a no questions asked 30 day money back guarantee so head to relief band r-e-l-i-e-f-b-a-n-d.com use promo code chatty for 20 percent off plus free shipping and welcome to another episode of chatty broads with becca and jess Well, hey, Broads, got to talk scheduling of episodes really quick, because guess what? Bachelor in Paradise starts next week. Oh, my Lord. So apparently there will only be one episode of Bachelor in Paradise airing next week um, on Monday evening on ABC. So uh, we will be going about the typical Chatty Broads regularly scheduled programming where we will drop the recap for uh, Monday night's VIP episode, uh, Tuesday afternoon. And then we will have our non-batch related episode drop on Thursday. But the following week, um, it seems in typical Batch Nation format that there will be two episodes of VIP airing every single week. On uh, Mondays and Tuesdays, there will be new episodes of Bachelor in Paradise. So we're having a little shift in Chatty Broad's scheduling. Um, we will still be dropping episodes Tuesdays and Thursdays, but instead, our Tuesday episode will be our non-batch related episode, and our Thursday episode will be our recap uh, combining the Monday and Tuesday Bachelor in Paradise episode. So that's not starting next week, but the following week. We'll continue to remind you all, um, but that's what it probably will be looking like with these double BIP episodes airing um, until Bachelor in Paradise is over and Michelle's season begins. Oh, we can't wait. Um, But with that, let's get into the episode. Well, hey, broads. How are you doing? How are you doing this? I was about to start harmonizing with you. Sorry. <laughs> hey, hey, hi. hi. <laughs> you know I cannot harmonize for the life of me. Right, me neither. I wish I could do that. That'd be cool. I know. I, I bet you can. I know. I I can. I should say this. I can do it a, a smidge, which then makes me frustrated because I know, like, I can kind of do it, but it's only random certain notes. Okay, let's try it. Hi. There you go. But it took, right. so, but I can't do it right away. <laughs> I can't do it right away. And it used to always be a nightmare because I used to be on the worship team at church. Oh, no. You got to harmonize, And, girl. you know, because, of course, it always has to be a male worship leader at the church. I was always just supposed to be harmonizing. And that was a rocky road for me. <laughs> it's like, come quick, come quickly. 
just a little off yeah just 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 <laughs> always a little off and the the guy the sound engineer would always be in the back a little bit like <laughs> it'd be like just so close but yet so far and it makes it worse it truly does when you were on stage doing worship band would you like have both hands in the air like or would you just have like one no <laughs> yes <laughs> one or both did you, do, okay. did you throw both up there? Somehow? Okay, so here's the thing. I I would feel I was so conscious and aware of it. It was of just like, oh my God. I would do, I would typically do two low, like right here, oh, like, like two this. low ones because doing one high one, I would every once in a while get there. Yeah. But two high ones, it was always a little too much That's for a lot. Me. But also then just the one high raised hand feels a little like, unbalanced and mm. it also made me and also feels a little insecure to me so when i'd be singing the only way i could do that is if my other hand was holding the mic mm. then i'm kind of like okay then i can do the one hand to feel a little balanced would you worry about pit stains too if you're raising your hand i am not super sweaty in general so you i don't, don't typically i don't really sweat very much so i don't typically get pit stains but what i was always worried about was any sort of wardrobe malfunction because lord knows i was getting critiqued often for my clothing of course the I, worship I, leaders would hear about it they'd literally get notes i mean like jessica's outfit was too tight it was too distracting <sighs> and i was like sorry about it <laughs> although i will say you have a right to be self-conscious because i remember picking apart every single person on stage during worship it's kind of hard not to Be they're like, standing mm -hmm. right in front of you <laughs> outfit check how hard are they trying with the arms lifted see thing? that's the thing but i think that's also very much you and i where we're over analyzing <laughs> everyone where i'm just You're like also kind of bored sometimes sometimes if yeah if the set's not great if the yeah exactly we always try times, to impress how many times can we sing mighty to save you know what Which that, was my favorite that really hit me right in the gut i really felt that one i like mighty to save that was one of my favorites. that was a great song but we sang it probably too much yeah to anyone who did not go to a uh specific type of christian church they're like huh what are mm. you guys talking about mighty to save correct did you have a favorite worship song oh i'm trying to remember the names um you know what song I hated? I hated the one where they, just because of this one line, where they would say, heaven meets earth like a sloppy wet kiss. <laughs> I fucking hated that. You know, a lot of, yes, I also did. And I would, every time we'd sing it, like my body would kind of like cringe up. Because... And I don't like the alternate one too. The The alternate lyric is heaven meets earth like an unforeseen kiss. Unforeseen kiss, that's not consensual. No, it's really not. And if you listen to a lot of worship songs, they're very erotic slash romantic. Yes. Don't like that. Don't no, like I don't ones. at all. And I remember starting to really think about it because one of the guys who was on the worship team who would crack me up, like brought it up one time, was like, do you guys ever feel kind of uncomfortable when you listen <laughs> to the lyrics? And I was like, I haven't really thought about it. Because like a good Christian girl, I didn't listen to the lyrics. I just listened to the melody. <laughs> Someone said, if you can sing it to your partner... Then it's not a good worship song and i was like whoa i mean who cares that's what, like but, remember when oceans got yeah. huge and it was like on like mainstream radio yeah. as a romantic song that's scary because you should not be singing that song about your partner understandably <laughs> but it's not clearly about god well, yeah. No, it's more like, it's more, uh, yeah, it's, it's uh, like, sp like, spirit lead me, right? Spirit lead me where my touches with our borders. Walk upon the waters. Yeah. 
I loved singing that song. Yeah, I like that song too. That song used to really. Wait, is, are those two separate songs? Oceans and that one? No, it's the same. Oh, song. Okay, 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 okay. That's like the bridge or whatever. Yeah, I mean, I guess I am yours and you are mine. Yeah, that's it. Comes after that. Mm-hmm. That's that, that was like song. a rom- people were singing that as a romantic song. Maybe that's it wasn't weird. romantic, but it was on it was on mainstream radio, and oh. I remember seeing people who I knew were not Christians like posting it on their Instagram. Like the lyrics and stuff, and I was like, "What do these mean to you?" Rise, my soul will rest in your soul will rest in your embrace, for I am yours and you are mine. I mean, I guess, mm, yeah. Spirit, lead, that part gets a little weird if you're saying that's, it as your partner. I mean, the, <laughs> I like that song though. It's own. a comforting song, you know. I think sometimes you some of those worship songs are great because it's like when you're amidst a storm in your life, you need to feel some grounding. Oh, girl, I will still regularly listen to oceans when i'm feeling a little off yeah i will always like my my body can't not run to a worship song because it just sometimes they just provide a little bit of comfort depending on the song yeah and i think i like some of the ones too i like the ones that are a little less romancy and a little more um like there are some songs like, you know, like I've said in the past, I love a third day song. Love Some of the old ones, day. they're much more like father oriented, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which can be kind of comforting sometimes where you're like, oh, like it's like a this this a like parental divine parental yes. relationship. It's like yes. comforting and soothing. There's one song. I forget how it's in. Because of your love, I can stay with you forever. Is that a third day one? In the presence of my savior. Oh, that one always gets me. I mean, I'm they're like, passionate songs. I know, I'm like, you know, they're like moving. You're moving. Your soul is being moved by the music. Oh, when I was like in high school and I'd go to camp and they'd start playing those, I'd be like on the floor writhing. <laughs> <laughs> For real. <laughs> I'm just like, <gasps> you just feel it in my bones. Became a Christian 17,000 yeah, yeah, times. Yeah. You'd embrace all of your friends around you and like you'd have that moment together and then you'd all go make out behind a tree. In the comment section, can people please link like this is a little bit of a not what we were just talking about, but link like how or tell me how you find good new music because I'm not going to lie. I've been trying to get, I've been listening to so much kids music lately. I'm trying to like get Uh, back into like contemporary music. And whenever I listen to my own music, I start listening to music from like 2014. mm -hmm. And it's like, you know, we're in 2021 now. I know. So I, then I look up new music Friday, but then it's all like fucking Lil Uzi Vert, which I'm fine with sometimes, but I'm like, sometimes you're just not in the mood for that. No, I'm like, I want to listen to a song that's going to like really move me. Mm-hmm. I find out a lot of my uh, new music through just like playlists on Spotify. Like I look That's up a really mood trying. or whatever. But in general, I will tell you, Evan does um, is critical of me often because whenever we get in the car and he knows it's about to be a long drive and I take the playlist, he goes, it's always like, I know you're going to play old songs. Like I know yeah. you're going to play like your early 2000 songs and mm-hmm. go back there. I'm like, yeah, but those, you know, those are some of my favorite. And he's Evan's always up on all the new stuff because he'll be working with different people and so he'll be like what about this but like you were saying a lot of the times the music is very like similar energy and I'm like not necessarily in that space I want something a little more I want something like a little more cinematic I guess in a way a little more moving I want my life to be a movie and I want when I'm driving 
Yes. I can't remember the last time I listened to a new song and I'm driving in my car and I'm like, this is a roll the windows down. I'm in a movie right now song. I haven't listened to one of those in a a new song in a long time. Do you know what was really bugging me? Speaking of music and shout out to my family. I adore you. But when we were in Puerto Vallarta this last week, my I made playlists beforehand. Yes. And I'm like, I go to Puerto Vallarta. I want traditional music. Oh, yeah. I'm in the pool. Like, we oh, are yeah. there. Okay. M- my dad, it's only top 40. Over and over again. And I would put my playlist on and my dad would be like, all right, let's like, let's, let's, that's enough. And he would just want his, he'd want his peaches. He'd want his are levitating. <laughs> yes. He'd want his credit, which I love all. I love them all. But at one point, we had levitating on repeat for about 45 oh minutes. Oh, my God. See, and that's the thing. I feel like a lot of people are trying to make songs now to be TikTok songs. Yes, that's how songs blow up now is on yes. TikTok. Now and I, I can feel it in the energy. Yes, well, there it's now there's literally a style of writing. Evan was talking to me about it the other day. Like, there's literally, like, a specific style of writing, yeah. like, that is, they call them TikTok songs. And you can literally, like... You can hear it right off the bat. I will tell you, though, I have discovered some very good new songs from TikTok that are a little more cinematic, mm-hmm. like a couple new artists that I hadn't okay. heard before that I was like, I like to go on a TikTok playlist every once in a while. And I feel like I can find new stuff that's not like on New Music Friday. Okay. You know, my dad likes to listen to breakup songs. He gets really into really Aww. sad breakup songs. I love and he's that. like, oh, listen to this one. This one just made me cry the other day in the car thinking of your mom. My parents are together. My gosh, I love that so much. Kind of, except they're just like corny. They can be corny like are they like songs. Not always, but... You know that I... I- was uh, not a fan of country in these days. It's just been... I've I like just been country. listening to, to some old school like Blake Shelton. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's good, though. You know that I had that song playing a lot this week. That was also bugging my family. It was, your lips taste like sangria. Over and over again. Okay, bras, quick pause. Listen, when I started my own family, I very quickly realized that there are about a million questions and factors that determine how kids fit into your life. Do I want one or four or none? Do I want them now or down the road? Do I even know what I want? But in order to make... uh, But in order to answer any of those questions, you really need the proper information about your fertility health. It's the simplest way to make sure you can decide what's best for you and your family. And that's why Modern Fertility was invented. With Modern Fertility's at-home fertility test, finding out about your fertility health has never been simpler or more accessible. Typically, fertility testing at a doctor's office can run you well over $1,000. But with Modern Fertility, you can get all the same information for a fraction of the cost. You'll still get insight into your hormone levels, how many eggs you have, and even the option to talk to a one-on-one fertility nurse if you want to discuss your next steps. Mm-hmm. I'm still undecided on adding to my little family, but I still took the test because knowing where my health stands allows me to be empowered for when I am ready to make that decision. And it's so easy, broads. Just take the test with a simple finger, a uh, simple prick of your finger and mail it back with the prepaid label. And in just 10 days, you'll have your personalized results along with the peace of mind, knowing you got all the information you need to shape your future. Right now, Modern Fertility is offering our listeners $20 off the test when you go to modernfertility.com chatty. That means your test will cost 
only $139 instead of the several hundred or even thousand plus dollars it could cost at a doctor's office. Get $20 off your fertility test when you go to modernfertility.com slash chatty. That's modernfertility.com slash chatty. Uh, you know those tasks that you just really don't want to do every single day? You put it on your to-do list and every single night you realize another day has passed? Oh, you wow. Didn't do it. This hey, feels, this this feels, feels relevant. Like we're going to talk about this later in the episode, mm-hmm. Broads. Just you wait. For uh, some people, it's grocery shopping. For others, it's doing laundry. Uh, for me, it's always truly been going to the yeah, post no, office. No, no. Yeah, that like, feels like a universal one. Like returns? Yeah. Oh, my mm-hmm. Lord. I just do not want to go stand in line at the post office. So now I don't. Thanks to stamps.com. Seriously, guys, when you use stamps.com, there's no need to go to the post office because the post office comes to you. You'll be able to do everything you would normally do at the post office right from your home computer. You can print official U.S. postage and shipping labels 24-7. Once you're done, all you need to do is schedule a pickup or drop off your packages, and that's it. Not only does Stamps.com save you time, but it'll also uh, even save you money. When you use Stamps.com, you'll get access to discounts and savings that you can't even get at the post office, like up to 40% off USPS rates and up to 60% off UPS shipping rates. So stop waiting to- wasting time going to the post office and go to Stamps.com instead. There's no risk. And with our promo code Chatty, you get a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and a digital scale. There are no long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage, and type in chatty. That's stamps.com promo code chatty. Stamps.com, never go to the post office again. It's maybe, so good. Maybe I need to start watching American Idol again. Maybe that's how I'll discover new music and new artists. Is it still around? My parents watch it. For real? Yes. Their stands? Yes. Oh, I kind of love. My dad's like, I love Katy Perry. I, lo- I actually really t- like her takes, and I always watch and I'm like, I hate her. <laughs> No, my parents love it. And and what they do is they just, I posted this on my story a few months ago. They just fast forward like to all the performances. They're like, don't care about the backstory. Don't care about the drama. And they just fast forward to the performances. And then they judge That I respect because that was the thing about American Idol that I wasn't a fan uh-huh. of. I don't like all the excess. The fluff, I want to yes, hear you know, the performances. Your at home. And we, Listen, I... Everyone is like, oh, my favorite weeks are the audition weeks. Those would make me crazy. I want to see like the top 12 and uh, I want the theme every week. And I want to be like, yes, I love the voice because oh, of that, yeah. because I feel like they don't. Well, I guess they go. I feel like you see a lot more artists, though, like the auditions for the voice. Fantastic. Uh-huh. You don't have all the stupid. No, bullshit. no, there, no one shows up on stage not being fantastic. Yeah. Everyone who gets on stage is yeah. good, even if they're not the best. Yeah. They're all talented. Oh, see, I got to say, I do love those dumbass auditions. I mean, yeah. Do you know that I auditioned for American Idol? When? What year? Because it was a low point in my life. <laughs> tell me more. Let me tell you this. Tell me more. I can't wait. Did you get to meet them? The icons? No. No. Oh, I did not go far. far. I did not go far at all. <laughs> I'll tell you that the same day that I didn't make the audition for American Idol was the same day that I signed up for Christian Mingle. <laughs> How old were you? Like 20. Is this when you and Evan were broken up? So. So. <laughs> so. <laughs> Evan broke up with me. 
And around the same time that Evan broke up with me, he broke up with me at the beginning of summer, which how dare he? I know. School's over. Now I'm just home, just kicking rocks. Like, you got nothing to do. But thankfully for me. No boo. (laughs) No boo. Thankfully for me, my best friend at the time, uh, her boyfriend and her were long distance. And he broke up with her like Uh, two days apart from when Evan broke up with me. And we trauma bonded more. Yes. And so we were like, you know what? We're going to make this our summer. Like, let's do something crazy. And we both sang. And so we're like, oh, my God. Like, I saw American Idol audition, whatever. I'm like, oh, my God, let's audition for American Idol. So we're looking for American Idol auditions near us. We had missed them. Yeah. The only one left was an American Idol audition in um, Kansas. So we booked ourselves <laughs> two flights to Kansas. No way. Yeah. Booked ourselves two this flights to story. Kansas. We got there. I, I'll never forget. We we hop in this, you know, before Uber. We hop, hop in the cab we hop at Kansas the- <laughs> airport with my dream and it's out again. <laughs> I probably had some insane, like, cap on like newsies cap on and like a vest <laughs> over my t-shirt and I was just like I'm about to do this thing America's not ready for me <laughs> oh my god and uh <laughs> and uh oh my god and so we get in the back of the one cab. of those like little vests and you're wearing like a white tee underneath oh no one th- the tiny tiny yes. like tweed vest <laughs> yes. white tee underneath belly out with the low rider jeans and the big buckle that's and hot, like baby. Cap. That's hot. I was, you know, these teens, these teens say with their Y2K outfits, don't even come at me until you've got the little white tee oh, with the with little the vest. vest. Come on. And then that low, that big ass buckle. Do you and, remember? And you also have the bra where you could see the bra line through course. the white tee because it's so tight. But do you remember those, the big buckles that were covered in crystals? Oh. That might have been, I, I, Wow. you know a That's little hot. bit older they were they're huge covered in like maybe a peace sign of crystals i don't feel like i remember that trend i mean i remember like the like the the belts with like the grommets you know what i'm like yeah, those the cla- sure. the real classic ones sure. that are like kind of back in style now loved those i don't you know what i'm those. gonna i'm gonna find one of these buckles online and i'm gonna start rocking it because honest to god it it was kind of iconic was that around the same time when people were into like rhinestone bangles do you remember when that was a thing yeah i think it was maybe around that time it was around that time perhaps so i was rocking that look 2005 2006 probably yes it was it was 2007 okay yeah 2007 um so i hop in the back of the cab with my friend and i will never forget we asked the the driver we're like (laughs) we're gonna be crazy we're like are there any local clubs? And the driver is like, well, we have like one. And then we don't have fake IDs because we're proper Christian girls. Okay. So we do not, we're not 21. And he's like, it's 21 and over. And we had this fantasy in our minds that we were going to go to Kansas. You guys are going to be these LA girls that they're going to let into the club. Hit, like we're going to get into the clubs. We're going to go crazy. Yeah. And, uh, that didn't happen. We went straight to our hotel room that was like a double tree. Uh, maybe. <laughs> I, it, it was something. And uh, and we got there. We just kind of went to bed pretty early. 
Oh no! First, we went to a California pizza kitchen. Yeah. Oh, How embarrassing gross. that we went to Kansas and from California and went straight to a California pizza kitchen. That's sad. I asked for avocado on mine, and it was like twelve bucks extra, and, and it was like one sad brown slice. CPK isn't even good. I mean, I do like a few things from CPK. I can't lie to you, but the fact that we went there, it was embarrassing. Mm. And then uh, the next day, we did the whole like audition, get our things pr- like you get like your wait. Did you guys go to the club? And they were like, no, you can't come no, in. We you don't have IDs. No, we didn't even try because we were like that. Yeah. It was like, oh, we're not allowed. So we're not going to go like yeah. end of end yeah. of the story. Yeah. So it was just sad and embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> and then we would, it's like the two, these like, two, like 48 hour audition process. You wait in line for forever. And then you're like in this huge auditorium and then you audition with like 15 people at once, like a line at a time. And they give you literally like 10 seconds to sing. Yeah. And I. That's scary. So they're moving you quick. They're oh, just like, let's and I, see. And, I, and I froze. And my friend did like, she did fine, but I froze and we didn't make it. And so then we. What do you mean you froze? Did you sing? I started to sing, but I was just kind of, it was very weak. I really didn't give it umph because you're, like, you're <laughs> in my brain. They were going to give me like a bigger chunk of time. Like, I, in my brain, they're like going to give me a little bit of time to yeah. ramp up into it. Yeah. It was like, you got yeah, one line. And so I was like, uh, uh, and I sang like the first line, which did gave they you were nothing. looking for like a Jennifer Hudson to be yeah. like, ah, you get some who just out. Yeah. something crazy or someone ridiculous yeah. for the, you know, whatever. So we sadly got booted after waiting for like 48 hours. And then we went back to our hotel room and we felt like shit about ourselves and our boyfriends leaving us. And then we were like, you know, it would make us feel better if we went on Christian Mingle and like fluffed our feathers a little bit. Because at the time, people on Christian Mingle were just older. There weren't like young people on Christian Mingle. So we signed up for Christian Mingle at a lonely hotel in Kansas in 2007. After failing our American Idol auditions. That's amazing. Do you have any photos from that experience? Oh, maybe. I don't know. I've never been good at taking... I've never been good at remembering to take pictures. You're so in the moment. I'm very in the moment. (laughs) Very. Speaking of which, tell me about your Puerto Vallarta trip. Oh, my God. It was was really fun, actually. So I went with... Do you see all my my bug bites? Uh Um, I went with my... Like I said, my dad and uh, stepmom, stepbrother, sister, sister, and then my girlfriend, Katie... And, um, we, it was, it was so much fun. It was super relaxing. Nice. Um, my dad and low light. Okay. The highlight. Well, hmm. the highlight is honestly, probably just in general, just not having social media for a week and floating around in a pool all day and not having any responsibility. That was just it. It's been a while. It was like not having to wake up because the baby's waking up. Were you like so sleepy too all day? Because I know whenever I go to like my parents' house or like a cabin or something and I don't have any household chores or like emails, I'm just sort of like like constantly tired. No, you're immediately tired. Yeah. And my dad wanted to rage. Yeah. 
And so my dad was really pushing me to rage. And I like, I would try. And then like, I would get so tired and be like, I need to go to sleep. And he's like, stay up and drink with me. And I'm like, (laughs) but I'm so tired. (laughs) Let me sleep. And I was like trying to explain to him that I'm like, dad, like this is the first week in as long as I can remember that like, I don't have Ember and I don't have work. And so I'm just kind of like, I just kind of want to just gel. And my dad's like, bitch, I work constantly yeah. and it's true yeah. but I'm like but the way you gel is you rage and I was a little sleepykins but that was the best part the low honestly made me laugh but it was out of control so we it's very you know very rainy in Puerto Vallarta yeah. very stormy and so it like poured every day yeah like poured and the last time we had stayed at this spot um, was it the same spot you went with Evan? Yes. I thought I recognized it like uh, from the infinity pool. Yes. And I was like, wait a second. Same yes. spot? It's okay. like a top. It's like this like it's like more like kind of an apartment complex and it's completely open air mm. and it's so nice. It's like the kitchen's like right on the pool. It's right, right on the pool. Oh, love and that. the view is just mental. Love it. Um, but it's open air. So when it rains, uh, if the drains aren't working, it completely floods. And it rains there like every day, like pours. You think they'd have that in check? <laughs> you'd, you'd think. But the first time we went, the like second day, it was pouring in the middle of the night. And all of a sudden, like like pouring, yeah. you know. Uh, and all of a sudden it was like, oh my God. And the water's like flowing in. And I'm not joking. The water got to be about, you know, two, three inches in the whole like f- like the whole kitchen starting in the hallway by the bedrooms living room everything and it's lightning like crazy oh so God. i'm in a full paranoia but i'm like everyone put on rubber soles because i was like we're gonna get struck by lightning because we're in like two inches of water <laughs> and i like have like these like water shoes on and i'm walking like i'm like like shifting like they're like like i'm avoiding a stingray or something yeah. and i was yeah, like yeah. i know nothing about weather because yeah. i've been from here my whole life um and then we were calling the people from the from like this kind of hotel thing and and they're like they weren't picking up and then a drunk gentleman showed up uh late in the night and was like trying to get it fixed and he just brought us tons of towels and we were just covering the crowd and then the next day we realized the drains were clogged and so day one of this trip we made sure that the drains were not clogged um good on you but this this trip it was raining way more yeah but it was flowing through the drains was so nice to be in and watching like the all the lightning and the thunder it's like pouring uh well the last day that we were there it was it had been many days of torrential rain at moments. And this one was next level. Like the dumping, everyone was kind of like, hey, this is this is pretty wild right now. Um, but, you know, my dad and my dad fashion was like, we're going to dinner. And like he had made reservations at this nice spot. So we all get in, <laughs> into the cab. The cab takes a long time to get there. And when he pulls up, he's kind of like, not a lot of cabs are are out right now because the streets there's inclines everywhere and the water is rushing down like rivers rivers and so we get in the cab and we start driving (laughs) and the first like kind of alleyway that we hit that we have to drive through that has this incline becca when i tell you it was a raging river like it was a raging (laughs) river and the guy just starts driving through it I mean, it's up to our windows. 
I'm not joking. What? <laughs> I'm like in the back and I was just like, I'm never going to see Ember again. <laughs> like I'm panicking and we try to go through it and the car starts like drifting, like going down the river and the guy has the, puts the parking <laughs> brake on. <laughs> Is it like lifted up off the ground? Oh my God. <laughs> we almost went into the sea. Our our king of a cab driver gets us through, <laughs> and then as he's driving, and we're driving now through like other there, the water is all. You didn't so get high. any videos of this. I didn't have my phone with <sighs> me, and we're literally and honestly, even if we would have, all of us were yeah. glued to the seat. Yeah, except my like, dad was just like, "We're late to our reservation." <laughs> <laughs> he's like, "I've heard, I heard they have great shrimp," and I'm like, "How are you?" by this right now and he's like oh in pittsburgh we always had tons of weather stuff like this i was like like this this is wild and uh and so we're all glued to the back of the car and um and then we're but we're going through we continue to drive through and it's there's so much water then apparently rocks have been drifting down and the cab driver hits something like a rock or something and all of a sudden us in the back feel like and it's so loud and it's so loud but he keeps driving and then we turn a corner and there's like one other cab out he starts honking at him and is like like telling him to pull over we pull over the entire bumper is gone oh my god gone because like it hit something under the water. I don't I don't know what it was. So this poor man, my dad my dad like paid for oh, every good. he got his number and he paid for all of the fix like all of the the cab stuff. He was like, I asked you to come out, so I'm paying for all of your damages. Um Was the guy was the cab driver upset? No, he was fine. He was kinda laughing. He's like, This is wild. <laughs> <laughs> this shit's crazy. Never seen anything like this. It's just like, yeah. So then he then he looks at the guy and he goes, Is there someone else I can call? Because the restaurant is still pretty far. And I'm like, we at this point were out of the cab up against the side <laughs> of like a small, like closed shop, drenched. Because even though we're under a little overhang, the rain is still pouring down and it's like hitting us. And you stand in that rain for two seconds, you're completely yeah. soaked. And so we're just like shaking freezing. <laughs> and my dad's like, is there another, is there another cab we can call? And the guy's like, I, I don't, I don't know. And as soon as he says another, one other cab driver like pulls up and my dad has him come over and he's like, I need to get over there. And the guy's like, no one's driving over there. He's like, we all have to park. It's way too dangerous. There are falling rocks. There is torrential rain. Like it's, it is, it is wild right Dad's now. Dad's like, I made a reservation. Yes, he did. And I go, absolutely not. Like, <laughs> no, like I am not putting my life at risk so that <laughs> we no can one at go. the restaurant. <laughs> like, no. like, first of all, everyone's left the restaurant. <laughs> I'm not putting myself at risk so that you can go to Trio. I don't know. I don't care how nice the menu looked. Like we're not going. And my dad's just like, and I, shut it down but he the man was like willing to go through how much all do I, he's like how much do i have to pay the man's like no sir you will die no he's no like, he mm. no he literally <laughs> that was the conversation and i was like no so then we convinced my dad to just go there was like a restaurant at the bottom of the hill that we were at and we're like okay can we just go to that yeah. and we went in there and the whole restaurant was flooded everywhere was flooded yeah. and so we ate in a little uh a little bit of water because dad wanted to eat out. I was like, we wow. could just go back. We have leftovers at the house. 
thankfully the rain stopped while we were eating and so we were able to to drive home it's crazy how quick it starts and stops but wow that was fun it was it was fun it was a good memory and it was a little hectic uh but the then the next day we were talking to um one of the folks who worked at the hotel and they were like oh it got wild last night and apparently there's a lot of crocodiles there (gasps) and they were showing us video footage of how because of all the water and being and pushing the water from like rivers in the ocean, they were showing us the video clips of like the the alleg or the excuse me the crocodiles like like floating through like the town oh, by the cars. Hell no. And I was like, I'm scared of crocodiles. Hell no. Crocodile or shark? What's scarier? Crocodile. Right? Way yeah. scarier. They can run on land. <laughs> they can chase you. You can't. Shark, get the fuck out of the water. Get out You'll of the water. Get out of the water. And then. After they told us about the crocodiles, the next day we did the bana- the banana boat before we left, and I was very scared. Did you see any? I didn't see any. There's this place in Costa Rica, um, Crocodile Bridge, and you stand on this bridge, and people throw like raw meat over the side, and there's all these crocodiles below the bridge, like just tons of them. And you'll throw meat, and you'll see them all just go like. Dude, it's crazy when you look at them, and you're like, "Oh, you're a dinosaur." Uh, di- yes, you're a dinosaur. A straight up prehistoric, like. Yeah. You are from another time and like the meteor didn't get you. Yeah. Like that's what you are. You're like the small son of whatever that one really, really big dinosaur But some of them are, ain't small. Some of them are like 12 feet. Gigantic. Very afraid of crocodiles. Very afraid of a crocodile. Yeah. And in Florida, people have like alligators just in their pools sometimes. That's wild. Oh my God, Broads, let us know if you have a crazy crocodile story that I, I was watching YouTube videos actually the other day of people like in their uh, their backyards and they're being like creatures in, in their pools. And that is like, I remember being so in awe and wowed when the pandemic started and I saw like a coyote sitting in someone's front lawn during the day and I was like, oh my God, nature, <laughs> look at it. <laughs> oh my God, there's a scu- our dude, house your has house. been crazy, dude. <laughs> I saw, there's like 17 raccoons. Grayson was like, come here, come here, come here. Oh my God, I got so scared. I love it so that I was saying it calmly, like, come here. And then there's the 15. He's like, come here, come here, come here. We look out the back window. Yeah, there's a giant mama raccoon, like three babies. And they're just like with their little paws, just like eating the cat food. And then they see me and we have a cat door right there. And the mama raises up and starts walking to the door. And I'm like, dude. Like trying to put the cat door on as quickly as I can. I was so scared. I do not fuck with raccoons, dude. Raccoons are a little mischievous. They are intimidating. I remember one time I was coming home from a party at UC Irvine and I was in our apartment building that had an elevator and I was walking to the elevator and there was like three raccoons like standing in front of the elevator on their hind feet. And I was like, nope, taking the stairs up on four their flights hind now. feet. Mm-hmm. No, that's then that's the thing. The one the other day stood up and when they stand up, you know, they're like this tall. That is actually horrifying. It is scary. And I'm like, oh, hell no. I'm not about to get rabies or some shit from these. Oh, the rabies. I forget about that. And then there's a million possums around, like with the baby that came into our house. Yeah. Considering you guys live in the city, you got a lot of nature going in and out of your home. I opened the back door to put the recycling out the other day. And there's a skunk right there. That then ran mm-hmm. to the bushes and I was and it was literally the night before we had a photo. Sh- I had a photo shoot and I was like, can you imagine if I got sprayed by a skunk and had to show up at 8 a.m. the next morning? Just <laughs> utterly reeking. And like and I think that would be horror. I think it like burns your eyes and all that shit. Anyway, oh. thankfully, the skunk did not spray me. But yeah, there's a skunk. Going yeah, around. because the skunk 
I've never been sprayed by a skunk either. Now, I will say that a skunk is so cute. If they weren't little stinkies, they are quite adorable and beautiful. And they're they're, don't even don't even front like you don't just think they're stylish as hell accessories. A a A skunk skunk on a leash, a skunk on a leash on your shoulder or some shit. That is so chic. I can't even wrap my brain around it. I know. Like people are out here with like their fancy dogs, please. A snake, please. A skunk. I mean, at the end of the day, like one of the big reasons we initially got Boris was I was like, wow, look at how big he is. Like I was wowed by that. Right. And then they're just and then they happen to just be the biggest cuddle bugs ever. It's the it factor, though. But you're like, wow. Like Dalmatians. I mean. I used to have, oh, wow. I used to have a neighbor who had two Great Danes Mm -hmm. and she would walk them on a leash at the same, like in two separate leashes. And she was kind of like a willow tree of a human being and would walk and it was like so proper. And every time she'd walk by, I'd be like, damn, that's cool. What a move. What a move. move. I always wanted a hedgehog. I think hedgehogs are so cute. They're not chic, but they're adorable. Oh my God, dude. So when I asked people about their hamster stories, you know, I mean, you sent me one. Um, but I have to just quick segue and, and give a PSA. You know what I realized from it? Okay, so I started looking it up because a lot of people sent in stories about the mamas eating their babies yeah. after they're born. Yeah, You know why that is? Why? It's when they're stressed or they're confined oh, in too no. small of a space and just the hamsters literally feel like they're not mentally capable of like taking care of the babies. So that's why they eat them. They're just like, I can't handle this responsibility. Stop it. Okay, then there. So this is what, this This is is the PSA. PSA. No hamsters. Stop. And well, not for kids. If you are an adult that has a big spacious cage and you're going to take care of the hamster, you you know the the 101s of hamster care. There's actually a lot of them. Then it's okay, I think. But you have to give them a lot of space when they have their babies. They have to be in a dark, safe area, all that. <sighs> hamsters? This is my PSA. Hamsters are not children's pets. No, no. Don't buy hamsters for your kids. Trust me. After all those stories I read, I realized hamsters are not good pets for children. I, you know, just because just because a creature is small doesn't mean that it's easy to take care of. Like... There are so many there are so many animals at pet stores and things like that that like they're just little and so people just buy them and they're really like like chameleons are so you have to be so mm. diligent in your care for them and so on top of it like turtles all those too. turtles like I I mean like even like like you said hamsters little guinea pigs they are so like they get so scared and like yeah I always you know what always makes me upset is when I go to the pet store. And I see how like how inexpensive a hamster is. And like that makes I it then know. easy to get. And that's like a living being. I know. It's fucked up. Oh, people, yeah. It's just, just don't buy hamsters. Don't buy them for your kids. Just don't. Did you have a hamster? Yeah. That's how, I, that's how it started. Okay, that's how it started. My that's hamster how it started. bit the other one's head off. Oh, God. I don't remember what happened between the two of mine. I was really little, but I did have two hamsters and i remember i remember getting them and literally realizing like as my parents gave them to me that i'm like like i'm not gonna like be playing with them yeah because they you could tell they didn't want to be held no that's the thing they're not good pets for children they get very easily stressed and scared now potentially a bunny rabbit on the other hand i had really really close relationships I I with my bunnies my bunnies too <sighs> i bunnies wow they like I had one of my bunnies slept with me every single night and like 
he would just be like want me to cradle him like a baby and he would be outside and then he would knock on the door after he was done going potty with his little paw. No, I've heard they're so easy to potty train. So easy to potty train. My bunny died of a heart attack. Oh no. My literally the next door neighbor's a cat heart attack. The next door neighbor's cat scared it to death. That's how sweet the the bunny was. The next door neighbor's cat That is cat, too much for my heart. The next door neighbor's cat like like didn't even attack it or anything just like was like hissing at it or whatever scared it my mom found our bunny and it was just like shaking and then it just died later that day it was just so it scared it to death that's and so i cried sad. we couldn't decide on his name half of us wanted to name him big daddy and the half big of us daddy. wanted to name him mr snow so his name was big daddy mr snow that's so cute that's yeah. also that is also like one of my most favorite like child family things is that you Names. just make a gigantic name because no one can agree on it did you have a lot of pets as a kid i did yeah me too i loved animals i mean i still love animals our but. house was like it was a given we always had to have at least a couple pets yeah i would that is the one thing about living where we live right where it's like i i don't know the idea of like raising a little one like with more foliage around and like the ability to like you know take care of animals i wish because ember is like so into animals i know your little ones are so into animals it's like i know we had goats we had we never actually had chickens though oh my, yeah and you but, but you want to get the chickens yeah and everyone's been giving me chicken tips but let me tell you my mother-in-law is the chicken master so she will be giving me all the tips don't worry i will i know what i'm getting myself into thanks to her but i just want them for fresh eggs yeah other than your chickens how have you been <laughs> Um, how's life been? Life has been good. I was just in Santa Cruz visiting my sister, which was fun. I'm loving that my kids are getting old enough now to where we can do like overnights without them. Yeah, is like really nice, and we can like I can leave them with both of them with Gray for a couple nights. Because I was gone for two nights and was able to leave Franklin for both nights. They're getting in that age where like it's <sighs> it's manageable and you're not having to be constantly breastfeeding. The like. first year is done. It's an it's a big exhale. Woo! It's a big exhale. So um, yeah, Gray and I are going to like Oregon next month for like just two nights. I'm mm -mm. um, going to Portland to see some of his friends. So I'm happy we're in that stage with the kids. Got a new nanny. We love her. Oh, I'm so glad. She's actually like, turns out to be like just a better fit. More flexible with her schedule and all of that. Um, How's, did you start school or are you starting school? No, I don't start, I don't start till like first week of September, I want to say. Um, but it's, I think it's only one night a week and it's like 630 to 930. Okay. Something like that. To look up the dates actually. Or the, the days and times. So looking forward to that. That'll be really chill. It's just like. Just continuing the education. Yeah, I've technically already taken this class at UCI before, actually. But it was like six years ago. So you're like, you're like, I'm going to ace it. Like, Here we go. <laughs> all these other motherfuckers. It's their first round. I know all the answers. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm coming at you six years later. And I'm going to destroy all of you. Well, my plan, honestly, is like, I think like. So for grad school, you have to apply in December for the next fall. So oh, my plan is December 2022. So like a week from this, a year from this winter, I'm going to apply for grad school 
that would start fall 2023. Wow. So two years from now. Grad school for art? Mm-hmm. Damn. So do you think one day in I your... Professor I was going to say, do you feel like that is what's kind of in the cards for you and you're like in your future? Yeah, like when I get older, I think I would love to be... I would love to be like a professor or a, te- a high school teacher. I used to think I wanted to do younger kids, but now I've realized like having my own kids and being a nanny for a little while, I think I want more like intellectual stimulation with like Sure, it would keep you excited. Adults. And then you have like a new class. Uh, like if you were a college professor, like a new class every single year of like mm-hmm. new young minds, like talking like high art. That's cool. Yeah, and I had a professor my... I ended up taking like four classes with her and she was like she was just really impactful on like the way I saw the world in every aspect like I think it was technically like a design class but she was talking about everything from like gender to race to like environmental issues and she was just her classes were just basically whatever she wanted to talk about and talk and she would just always be doing rants and stuff. But she was like really impactful. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I could see myself. I would love to do that. Like and her basic her class, the way that she saw it was like, I'm going to break down everything you've learned the past like 13 years and teach you how to like think on your own and challenge the ideas that you've been holding that have been in programmed with you in society it's crazy how a professor will stick like change your life and stick with you for forever like I know like obviously just teachers in general Mm -hmm. but I had I had something similar I had my um my world religions professor I took like five six classes from him because after the first class I remember just being like captivated and him like questioning a lot of the narratives that I had been raised with and you kind of have an intellectual crush on them where you're just like oh, I need I want to be around you and absolutely. hear everything you have to say and I, I want you to validate me and think that I'm smart and let me tell you I started the class with him when I was uh, my first year in college when I was single and um I was like I, I loved him and he was oh, he was just the best I remember he then one day showed up and he brought his oldest son to class and his oldest son was a dime. (laughs) (laughs) And he was maybe like a year older than me. So we're like same age. And his son was like up front and like helping him or whatever. And I was like, I could be related to my favorite professor. (laughs) I was obsessed with the idea of it. Absolutely obsessed with the idea of it. Unfortunately. Didn't come to (laughs) pass. No, but I, um, I, there it was funny because like years later um i started kind of working for him occasionally like mm-hmm. with assistant type stuff cuz i uh was interning and um at that point again i met i met um or i got back together with evan and all that and we we had one conversation once um his wife was in the office and she was like, oh, are you dating anybody? Da, 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 da. I'm like, yeah, I've been seeing like, you know, my boyfriend for a while. And she's like, oh, man, she's like, I, I just wish we could have introduced you to our son. And you were like, and I was like, it's never too late. Because <laughs> <laughs> I loved it. I loved my professor and his wife. And I was just like, I want to be part of the family. <laughs> I was like, I'll do anything it takes. Oh, my gosh. It was so good. But point is, professor, change your life. I'll never forget the things that I learned in his classes. Yeah. Yeah. So actually, that's my hope uh, doing Long Beach City, too, is like for grad school, you need um, you need solid uh, recommendations and um, 
what do you call it? Yeah. I guess letters of recommendation. Yeah. What are they called? Like contacts? Like what what do you call it in a resume? I thought it was a letter of Oh, on a resume. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. What are those things called? It's gonna bug me. This is gonna make me crazy. All right. Well, <laughs> Everyone's screaming at at the Everyone's screaming at their audio right now. Like it's a fucking da da da. I can't think what it's called. But anyway, so I'm like, okay, it'll be good for me to build even community college professor, not even, especially community college professor um, relationships. Yeah. So that yeah, because I'm probably gonna apply to Long Beach State, UCLA, and UC Irvine will probably be the three. That's exciting. That's very exciting. Okay, Brad's one more pause. Listen, I distinctly remember getting my first credit card as an 18-year-old. And if I could go back in time to the Jess that was opening up that card that had just arrived in the mail, man, I tell you, I would slap that thing out of my hand so fast. (laughs) A few bad impulse buys later, and I felt like I was drowning in debt, and that sucks. We also talk about this a little bit later in Mm -hmm. the episode. And I can tell you from experience, you don't need to buy designer clothes to rack up a bill. It can be little things that just add up so fast. And if you can relate to that crushing feeling of debt, there's a way out with Upstart. Upstart is the fast and easy way to pay off your debt with a personal loan right from your home computer. In the past, if you needed a loan, that might mean taking a meeting at your local bank and nine times out of 10, you would be denied for one reason or another. But Upstart knows you're so much more than your credit score and everyone deserves help. So that's why they take into account a whole host of other factors when offering your loan rates. And you can even get access to the funds as fast as one business day. Upstart can help you pay off credit cards, consolidate high interest debt, or even fund a personal expense. So far, over half a million people have used Upstart to help stabilize their financial situation. I wish this existed when I was younger, Broads. Find out how Upstart can lower your monthly payments today when you go to upstart.com slash chatty. That's upstart.com slash chatty. And don't forget to use our URL to let them know we sent you. Loan amounts will be determined based on your credit, income, and certain other information provided in your loan application. That's upstart.com slash chatty. Upstart. So that's my, I watched the Anthony Bourdain documentary, which you should watch. You're going to love it. I saw you post, you know, I love, okay. You're going to love it. I can't wait. You're going to love it. I can't wait. But after uh, uh, Gray and I were cracking up because he was like, how like, are you so creatively inspired? Because it's just kind of one of those movies that's like, this person lived this like, yes, legacy, this like vibrant life of pursuing their passion. And I was like, yes, my next thing is like. In a few years, I'll be done with Instagram and I'll be ready to become a famous artist will be my next uh, foray. So who knows? I love those. Manifesting a new path. Well, we know how how good your manifesting is. Let's be <laughs> honest. And I feel like those those types of like movies and stuff, I treasure them. They really do. They do spark so much creativity. And they sit with you. Yeah, they'll push me through like a rut. Do you know what show I hate? It made me think because Anthony Bourdain. I don't like cooking. We all know this, yeah. right? I like watching sure. cooking shows, though. On Netflix, have you watched Chef's Table? No, but I've heard it. I mean, I've heard it's really good. Okay, so it's all different chefs uh, in each episode, and they're all, all over the world. The way that this show is shot and the music and the stories behind it, I mean, you watch it, and you're like, I don't know why I'm crying because there's, yeah. nothing, there's nothing emotional, like like technically emotional happening but the form the art form of their cooking and their passion is so emotionally moving 
that I'll be like bawling at the end of it and so creatively inspired. Inspired to cook? No. Inspired to do other things? Yes. <laughs> inspired to you pursue know? what's what's important to you. Yeah. You know? like yeah. Food is so important to some people. It's literally even like it sounds so stupid, but like I haven't I've been so bad about reading the past mm. like couple years. I've just like really slacked. I used to read quite a bit and I don't read anymore. And I watched this chef's table uh, episode and there's no reading in it. But I, I afterwards, it was so just like literary in the way that it was filmed. I was like, I must read again. And I've been like going through books again. And it very much reduces my anxiety. Mm. Reading. Mm. Yeah, I'm, I'm behind a, I'm behind a screen way too often. It's like either TV or the phone whatever sometimes even like workouts it's like you you're you, yeah. you're like oh my god i am like living my whole life and always a screen <sighs> virtual therapy virtual workouts virtual blah, blah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. just like sitting and like feeling my fingers on a book in like silence it's just like oh my gosh the anxiety you know, I even just... use a kindle so i'm even in front of a screen for my book for my books it's not the same though the kindle paperwhite doesn't have like a light have you, oh. ever, have you ever used Kindle? I've never used a Kindle before. Life-changing. Really? I was always averse to it because I was like, I want a physical book in mm-hmm, my hand. Mm-hmm. No, the Kindle, like, paper white, it's got, like, a papery finish. It's not bright. It literally looks like a page of a book. I don't know how to describe I'll just describe it. But um, you can use these apps, too, to rent ebooks from your library that you can get right on your Kindle. So you can, like... I've just been reading free books for like the past year or so. And and it's so thin that it's so easy to just like pick up real quick like you would a phone yeah. and just read a couple pages and put back down. You never have to worry about losing your place. Throw it in your purse for oh, when you're going nice. to like the doc. It's just that's like nice. easy. That's nice. Easy. And I like having that. Yeah. When you're going places so that you don't just go straight to your phone that I'm like, I have it with me. So I'll like flip through it. Yeah. And you can hold it with one hand when you're like sunbathing at the pool. It's not like cumbersome in bed, you know, to have to like True. hold open. See, that's the bedtime is the thing because I used to love falling asleep reading a book, mm-hmm. but it was always just kind of like holding it. Yes. That I And then it would start to like, and I was like, ah, just my I'm arm's just, tired. Nah, I'm over it. Yeah. Kindle. Life hack. I'm telling you. I got to get, it. I got to get some kids books on there. Yeah. Get Ember. You can do that too. Get her some Star Wars. Ember has become overnight. Not overnight, but in the past few weeks has become a Star Wars fiend. So this was when I was, yeah, I think I was eight or nine. I was probably nine or ten when I first watched it. Did you know I became, I was reading fanfic. Like I was a huge, huge Star Wars fan. Girl, so was I. Like deep in the Star Wars galaxy. I yeah, I remember reading fanfic about like Han is, Han and Leia's relationship and like their kid they they had and their kids names like this is before now they have obviously like the new ones. Well, do do you ever read those books? They had the kids books that were like Jedi some I forget the name of it. Oh yeah, and like it was Jedi like, Academy or something. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. I would read all of those. Yeah. Like oh my gosh, it was it's so good. I read the weird adult ones that were probably a little too sexy, but like my parents didn't know. They just thought they were Star Wars books, <laughs> good. and I was just like. <laughs> Those adult ones, and you, when you were a kid, and you hit that certain page, and you're like, and you just reread it yeah. seventy <laughs> times, and just like the same sentence five times over and over again. And I was like, what is this? I know, and you're too little too to like even really understand, but you're just like so like but you're just captivated like, by this. But it's sparking something. Yeah, I yeah, oh, man, Star Wars. It was the best. It was everything. And so now, re- let me tell you. 
rewatching the original Star Wars with your kid. It's, it's everything. so funny you bring this up because literally just the other night I had never watched episode three when Anakin becomes becomes Darth Vader because oh, like okay so episode three like yeah. in the correct order yeah, yeah, yeah. of course you wouldn't you wouldn't miscalculate that you are a true Star Wars fan <laughs> got it yeah I mean you're, you, you know got episode four five and six that yeah, came I was one two three say, some you know? people would say six that's the knee jerk or, or some people would say three in reference to six but you Return would of never the Jedi. Of, no, of Return of the Jedi is six <laughs> of course of course obviously obviously now, Princess Leia <laughs> but. Where I have not even watched all the movies is the new ones that are, I guess, supposed to be seven, eight, nine, whatever. Yeah, bullshit. I need to I need to watch those. I've watched the first one and it was very it was very it was. good. And then you know what I did watch that I loved was Solo. Mm. Ooh. I didn't watch that, that one. That is a cool, sexy, that is a good movie. Okay. I'll yeah. watch that one. Anyway, we watched episode three, which I had never seen because like my parents went to go see it at the movies. I remember I must have been, I don't know how old I was, pretty young. I was probably like 12 or 13. My parents were like, it's too dark. Like, we're not going to take you guys to watch it. So I'd never seen it. So now I watched it for the first time. It's pretty good, actually. It's a pretty good movie. But I love the movies. I mean, one and, one yeah, and two I know. are, you know, with, everyone hates them. With what's his face? Um, uh, Anakin. Jar Jar Oh, Jar Jar Binks. Yeah. An I liked Jar Jar I liked him too. And I remember talking to my cousin who was like, you know, an old, like 10 years older yeah. Star Wars fan. He was like, everyone hates Jar Jar. And I was like, like, I thought he was kind of funny. Now, <laughs> the guy, what's his face? Hayden Christensen, who played Anakin, who was so cute, was yeah. terrible. Horrible. You know, it's a bad script when Natalie Portman and Liam Neeson are struggling. And Ewan McGregor. I was literally like, like those are like top the most the some of the best actors in the whole world. It was <laughs> making me question Natalie Portman's acting no. skills. I I it is it again, Liam Neeson, <laughs> Natalie Portman, Ewan McGregor. Yeah. It was all brutal. That's <laughs> so bad. This you could have thrown runs. Meryl Streep in Meryl there and Streep. you would have been yeah, like yeah. Uh, put Meryl Streep in the Jar Jar Bing's costume and it still would have been bad. <laughs> Now four, five, and six. On the other hand, I mean, obviously, we know five is the best uh, movie out of all of them. Obviously, that's why Hello. we're friends. Everyone that's why we're that. friends. Everyone knows that. That's why Empire we're Strikes friends. Back. No, no, no one. Oh my god, the scene it, in the Millennium Falcon with Han and Leia. I mean, when they're in, under in the ice, whatever it is. Oh god. Anyway, well, Ember is is deep, and watching. I showed so did her. You watch, did you guys watch episode four first, or like what episode yeah. four? Yeah. So this is what we did. We were like a couple weeks ago. We we're like, let's go to Disneyland. She yeah. hasn't been to Disneyland since she was at one, so she doesn't remember yeah. it. And I'm like, Star. I've and I haven't been in years. I'm yeah. like, oh my god, Star Wars Land. Yeah. Or whatever it's called. I'm so excited. I'm like, all of a sudden, I'm getting like hyped, like I'm a kid again. I'm like, Evan, there's a Star Wars Land. Evan's like, oh my god, because he was a huge Star yeah. Wars nerd too. And so I'm like, I want to show Ember the first movie so that maybe she'd like connect with it more because she gets really into it if yeah. she's seen it. Um, but I was like, is it too? And it was actually I watched yeah, it. Is it too boring or yeah? Intense? I thought it might be kind of slow yeah. at parts, but because it's old, like all of the kind of more like fighting scenes are kind of like cheesy, and it doesn't. Yeah. Honestly, a lot of the kids' cartoons are way more intense yeah. than than like that. At least that first episode. And she, this little that little girl who does not sit still, she was just like the whole time captivated. So then we go to Star Wars, and she was living her truest life. Like she was in her best form. 
And do they do? Are they because of COVID? Are they doing the skits now or no? They do. They'll they'll do one. Now see, that's the bummer. I heard in Star Wars Land that they have people interacting with yes, you. Yes, the no, they used to. And I went with my nephews, and like, yeah, they'll have like Darth Vader come out, and they'll make all the kids like they'll give all the kids lightsabers, and the kids will each get to fight Darth Vader. Oh, we have to go back once everything. They'll over. do like Jedi training. They for the have. Kids. They had like a couple stormtroopers and Kylo Ren like above an overhang. Yeah. Then they were like interacting with people, and of course, e- or Ember goes right in the front, and she was like, "I'm a Jedi." <laughs> oh my god, she would have loved doing like the Jedi training oh, no. we'll, and all of that stuff. We'll, yeah. we'll go, but she got her special lightsaber there, and she is like, now she. Well, I've already got her like twelve Star Wars books, and that's like all of her new masks for school or Star oh, yeah. Wars, like Chewbacca mouth. Yeah, it's intense. Love it. But <laughs> she was like. They have that new ride there, Rise of the Resistance, that it came out pretty recently. It's a whole new ride? A whole new ride. And when I tell you, Broads, I do not exaggerate when I say this, the wildest ride I've ever been on. Like, in the sense that, like, you wait in line, and then you go into this, like, like a, they take a group of you, yeah. and you are in like you are in the resistance space, like the way that they like just just the mass amount of money that uh-huh. has to be put into this. I, I can't even I can't describe it. It was so magical. And we waited for so long. Yeah. But it was worth it. We almost got out of line because we've been waiting for so long. Yeah. And Ember was like, no, we're doing it because the ride kept breaking down. It's kind of yeah. new. And we're like, oh, we think it's it's broken down. This is the third time. We don't think it's going to start up again. And Ember literally goes, I know it's going to start up again. We have to wait. <laughs> And I'm like, okay, if you want to. She was right. It did. And we got on. (laughs) But she went on. But she went on every ride. Wow. Space Mountain. Indiana Jones. Yeah. I mean, she's five on Indiana Jones. Barely. Like literally, she was 48 and a half inches. She her head almost wasn't quite hitting it. And the lady at Indiana Jones was like, you're too small. And she's like, oh, and she fixed her posture and it like barely then touched it. And the lady's like, oh, okay. And she's like, I have to get on. And I told her, I'm like, it's a little intense, Ember. It's kind of, yeah. it's kind of, you know, it's a little scary. And she was like, I need to do it. She had she her hands it. up on Space Mountain. Dude, she was wild. I was so thrown off. Meanwhile, I was like five sobbing on like Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> right? That's how I was. So I was like, we did the first ride we did um, I was, uh, I think was it was Pirates. Yeah. The first ride we did. And she was like, I'm like, it's in the dark. And, you know, you think you'd be a little freaked out. Yeah. And she was just like, what's the next one? There was like, no, she loved it. She was laughing yeah. the whole time. And I'm like, okay, I guess like if you're down. And she just kept pushing it. And... Indiana, that is so fun. Indiana Jones, I was like really trying to communicate with her. I'm like, it's a little scary. Yeah. It's a little and intense. it's really rough. Yeah. And she was like, I will go on it. And I'm like, okay. Did she like it? Loved it. Yeah. The second she was off, she's like, we got to go on it again. <laughs> <laughs> it was just over. She wanted to go on the same ones. It's, so that's, I'm like, oh my gosh, it's so much fun. But I, yeah, I was a little scaredy pants when I was her age. I wouldn't want to go on anything yeah. like that. No, I remember when I was like eight or nine, my mom forced me to go on like a giant roller coaster at <laughs> Six Flags. I love it. I did love it, though. But yeah, it's fun once you've done it. Yeah. But I'm like thinking, I'm like, oh, my God, as soon as Ember's tall enough, like I'm taking her on Six Flags or I'm taking her to Six Flags. Is it, is it still open? Uh, yeah. Okay. I'm like, oh, gosh. <laughs> like, did they go bankrupt or something? I feel like, yeah, I don't know. Or at least take her to, to Knott's Berry Farm. She yeah. want to go on all those rides. Yeah, and I guess they have a whole water park, too. Splash Zone or something. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
though. But it was so much fun. That's so cool. Yeah. And she's starting kindergarten in a couple days. Wow, 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 wow. I can't even believe it. Life comes at you fast. I can't even believe it. I'm like, I've been so, like, such a space cadet for the past, like, couple weeks. I can't gather my thoughts. Been a little all over the place because I'm so nervous about her starting. Yeah? Yeah, just because, like, with, with COVID, like, you can't take them to their class yeah. like you can't see like meet the teacher walk them in you like drop them off first day like out front and you're like bye i'm like oh my gosh this is crazy like kindergarten and then right now with her like daycare you know you get like updates like oh this is what ember did sure. but you know because it's like it's kindergarten there's none of those updates so wow. i'm just gonna be like <laughs> just the whole day just like <sighs> how's my baby yeah, a little totally. bit, a little bit. It's a whole new environment. Sorry, bro. I had to turn, <sighs> had to turn the air on. It's getting quite, quite hot in here. Quite hot. I think in what here. else is new? Yeah, how have you been feeling lately? Been really anxious lately. I don't. I think it's also though sleep deprivation. Yeah, sleep deprivation is very highly tied to my emotional and mental well being. Sure. Like. And it's so funny. I was like reading on a forum the other day and someone was like, I need like however much sleep you need a night. It doesn't matter how how much sleep anyone else needs a night. That's how much you need a night. No, it's individual. If you're someone who needs nine hours of sleep a night, you need nine hours of sleep a night. If you're someone who could do four, you could do four. But which was kind of validating because I'm like, dude, I need eight hours of sleep. A night. Oh, I, I need it. I think that's well, first of all, like you said, everyone. Yeah should have like what's what's right for them but also like eight hours is that's not crazy to me i know one of our really good friends he needs 12 like he needs 12 hours of sleep and that's like it's long but if you don't get that you're gonna feel bad no and it's like the past two nights for instance i got like you know you have to stay up late watching the bachelor the night before that yeah. i just had to stay up late doing like getting things done for the next morning and then having to get up early it's like so two nights in a row i got like maybe six and a half hours of sleep which isn't crazy but no, but especially like, like again, like when you need when you need eight hours of sleep, and then I think, you know, when you're doing when your when your brain has to be in a bunch of different zones, when it's like you have your your space in your brain because of your child and for all of your different work ventures and for then trying to be creative and watching the show and process all of that, and then Instagram is like constant flow, like that's a lot. Yeah. 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 So that's been kind of hard. But then also <laughs> I have an assessment tomorrow because I think I have ADHD and I th I've been talking to my siblings uh, yeah. and we've realized we think our entire family besides my mom has ADHD. Really? So which I'm excited. It's not it's not a disappointing thing. It's like a really exciting thing because I have my assessment tomorrow and all my life I've been like, why am I such a piece of shit that like can't just finish things can't sit down and mm. do things is even doing stuff like if we're reading ads i'm like you know like trying to do other th like i get bored so quickly i'm like trying to do other things on my phone or like if i'm sitting and reading a textbook i have to read the same page over and over and over again and mm -hmm. i'm like but then there's other things where i can if i'm into it i can focus for like five hours straight but then the minute i stop i cannot like not pick it back up mm -hmm. so all my life i've been confused like why can other why can other people like master skills? Yeah. Like finish things. So 
I'm excited. So I, if I get diagnosed with it, with in, specifically inattentive ADHD, I'll be really happy. What is what is inattentive ADHD? Okay, How so is that there's different? three types of ADHD, and I've just been learning this over the last few weeks, so I might not get this all right. But okay, so there's like there's different like components of ADHD. So like there's hyperactive ADHD, which is when like, and sometimes you can have just like a couple characteristics from like one thing or the other, but like mainly one part of it. But the hyperactive part is like sort of, I guess how people generally perceive ADHD where you Mm -hmm. like have trouble sitting in a chair for long amounts of time. You're like, you do um, like stimulation things like picking or tapping or doing those kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, Maybe part of that, too, is like even like not being able to like keep eye contact with someone like you're just kind of like through your body is just kind of like. And then inattentive ADHD is more like um, struggling to complete tasks, getting bored really easily, struggling to like this is a day in my life. I'll be like, oh, I am going to do the laundry. And so I go to do the laundry when I go to get the detergent out of the cabinet, I'll be like, oh my God, the cabinet's a mess. I need to clean out the cabinet. And then while I'm cleaning out the cabinet, I'll like go to get plastic bags and I'll be like, oh, holy shit, I never took out the recycling yesterday. Mm. And then I'll go take out the recycling. And then like when I go do that, I'm like, oh my gosh, I should schedule an appointment to like get my car clean because like I see my car out by the trash cans and I'll go do that. And I'll get on my phone to schedule a, a car wash appointment. And then I'll go sit on my emails. And then before I know it, I'm like sitting doing an email or something and then I get completely off track and I never, the laundry never gets actually put in the washing right. machine. Right, 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 right. So, which is kind of my whole life. But then the confusing thing is, or not the confusing thing, the thing that throws you off is when your whole family functions in the same way. Yeah, then how are you supposed to, you're like, this is... This is how everyone is. Yeah, interesting. So, okay. or like what we think, I've just been chatting with like my sisters, like we think my mom doesn't really have much neurodivergency. So like I've, I, I literally had a conversation with my mom. Oh, another part of inattentive. It's like, um, uh, like forgetting things, like not knowing where your keys are, all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Like mm-hmm. I was at my parents in Fresno the other day or a couple months ago and I, we were at the pool. I got my mom's keys to go get my swimsuit out of the car. Then I went to the bathroom and changed into my swimsuit. And like in the bathroom, I was like thinking about this fictional character that I had just read about in my book and like thinking about how she must've felt when something was going on. And of course I just like walk out to the pool. My mom's like, where's your keys? And I'm like, uh, I have no idea where your keys are. And then it turns out, you know, I left them right sure, on the counter sure, in the bathroom. Sure, sure. Okay. And it's like yeah. that kind of stuff. Um, and then there's one more component, which I think it's like hmm, ADHD types. Um, but then there's another one too, which has to do with like, um, oh yeah. Inattentive, hyperactive, and uh impulsive and like some of the stuff of impulsive um can be like uh oh wait no no sorry it's inattentive hyperactive impulsive and combination so you have the two but then like some of the other things from hyperactive impulsive are like interrupting people and like like you can't help but like i'm always trying to finish people's sentences Mm -hmm. and like because my brain is just like like you you talk faster you're fine it's like your your brain's firing off which is a really good thing because a lot of people who have ADHD are like very creative and can sure. like 
you know, really have their hands in kind of everything and your brain can be really quick and you can like keep up with things. Um, but then it can be really difficult to function in a society where you're not supposed to be that way. Was it, did you have a tough time in school in that way? No. And that's another thing. ADHD presents differently. And I'd actually love to have an expert on ADHD presents yeah, differently. Yeah, I would love to have someone come on and talk to us. Women. Um, and a lot of women don't get diagnosed. Literally, I was reading a blog post the other day, like a lot of women don't get diagnosed with ADHD until they're in adulthood. And when they're at the point in their life where they feel like everything's like falling apart and they're like, why can't I keep up with everything? Interesting. Yeah. Wow. Okay. okay. And a lot of times women get diagnosed with anxiety or depression and get, and, and those things are actually, are they symptoms of the ADHD? Okay. Of not being able to keep up with things of mm-hmm. feeling like incapable mm-hmm. of feeling overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. And luckily for me, like, um, it's funny, our last two nannies had ADHD and it, nannying was the only job I was ever able to keep for like more than a year because I, it was different every day. Sure. I was never bored. Sure, sure. It was a new challenge every single day. Yeah. And so I always liked that. But um, in other jobs, like it was, I was just like always bored and would just be hating it like two or three months in. And so luckily now with my career, obviously it's like, super on my own time whenever sure. I have bursts of it energy shifts, it changes yeah uh-huh. but so yeah it'll be interesting to see if that ends up being the case but it's just good to know sometimes like oh I'm not just like constantly failing mm-hmm. of some of, of something in my own control mm-hmm. so yeah I remember when uh when I got my bipolar diagnosis that um, like a lot of like my friends and family or whatever were like when, when they said, yes, you have it. I remember a lot of people were like, Oh my God, I'm so sorry. And I was like, no, I'm so happy that I now am able to put this to what's going on inside of me. And it makes me feel like seen and it makes me have a sense of control of, of myself. And also like you said, this feeling of like, Oh, I'm not just like, losing my mind every day and also other people have it too it's like how many right. other then you're able to i started i started going to a bipolar, bipolar support group yeah and it was awesome i would like go like every other week or every week i don't even remember now and it was like for the first few months after my diagnosis and it was it was so nice to like talk to people about it yeah yeah i was reading like i found adhd reddit and i was just like oh like you guys all completely like understand this and then there's like nuanced conversations too about like you can't blame everything on this condition and you can't you know it's like that's it's good to have those tools and that's part of why the internet's so cool that's exciting though so i'm happy that that's something that did you just start you just kind of start researching it and then you were like and then you kind of stumbled upon it the idea that maybe that's i don't know i think my sister brought up like I think my sister said something like, I don't know if I have ADHD. I don't know. My, my little sister, it was definitely like in the past couple weeks where I was like, well, here's a big sign too of anything in general. When you hear other people talking about it and you go, well, that's not real. Cause everyone goes through that. 
Yes. That <laughs> is probably a sign that maybe not everyone goes through it, but you are experiencing the yeah. same thing because you might have the same Exactly. Thing. It's just like, no, not everybody. Yep, 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 yep. So all throughout my life, and then even like three months ago, I saw someone posting about like, actually, this is what it was. It was like maybe three or four months ago. Someone reposted a, a little, one of those from an ADHD page where it was like, if, you know, you may have trouble with this, this or that. And I was like, oh, please. Like everyone struggles with completing this, that or the other. Like everyone avoids like bills and emails and any kind of paperwork for months. Like, oh my gosh. Like, yeah. Anyway. And I was like, everyone does that. And then it's like, okay. And then I was reading more. And then other people are telling me like, no, not everyone deals with that. And then it's like, Oh, but I think ADHD is super common because I was even texting a couple friends being like, you should look into this because uh, you know how me and you right. bond with each other like about this stuff. Yeah, you're like, it might be this. You know how it's physically impossible for you to um, pay like a parking ticket until it's like three months overdue and you absolutely have to like. I, it might not be your anxiety. Your anxiety might be a symptom of having difficulty doing these things. You're like, you always like, you're always firing off in so many ways. And there's always like, like you're such a hard worker, like probably one of the hardest workers I've ever met. Oh, nonstop. Wow, you. No, you're not. It's like, it's nonstop. Hmm. But then there'll be random things where you're just like, yeah, no, I just, I couldn't open that email. And I'm like, totally understandable. But also hmm. you are like a working machine. Uh, taxes like can't I I I just even just categorizing my expenses on QuickBooks I I can't I can't do it it's gonna it's gonna like literally where my brain goes when I think about doing it is like it's gonna be so boring I'm going to die like that is literally like how I feel I'm like I won't be able to handle it and does the that boredom of it cause you the thought of the boredom cause you anxiety when you're like I have to do it yes I'm like this will be so and it's not true. Well, it is horrible, but it's 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 once you get one thing, you're like, oh, I definitely could have just driven to UPS three weeks ago to drop off my return so that it would have been accepted. But it's like, but it's giving you like massive anxiety to uh, like go. And yeah, do and I'm it. just yeah. like, it's gonna be so unpleasant. It's gonna be. Ho- I just. It's gonna be horrible. It's gonna be horrible. Yeah. <laughs> I get it. Yeah. yeah just gonna hate every second of it so instead i'm gonna do all these other things but that's the reality of it yeah like that's the reality of it for you that's what's always just so interesting to me which i so appreciate in the past like you know what maybe 15 years how there's been such a a push towards mental health because it's like we were all supposed to fit in one Mm. like standard personality type yeah for however long yeah and it's like oh if you don't do that you're lazy or if you do that you're selfish or if you do that you're crazy and it's like no like I I, that's who I am and that's literally like my my brain chemistry yeah and your brain chemistry is different and so you're able to do that yeah and it's it's interesting because there's a lot of messages too with like um Christianity that I think are blended into capitalism stuff too but like Oh, I feel like I was told all my life I was so lazy mm-hmm. and I still have to fight that sometimes of being like, wait, I'm not lazy, but like, I know you feel, I'm you not. feel lazy. Oh, I felt I've been, t- I've been told so much of my life that I'm lazy. Are you for real? Yes. I'm too. I've, I, I mean, yeah, it was stuff where my parents were like, you know, you're too lazy to like 
you know, clean everything off of your bed and like you're too lazy. And it's just wow. the thing is, it's just different. Like I was, you know, I might have been too lazy to sit and like go through my mail or to, you know, organize everything under my bed. But I wasn't too lazy to like sit down on an art project and work on it for eight hours straight. You right. Know? And, then like, they, and then was that then kind of looked at like, but that's like selfish. Yeah, or more probably. Like, fr- probably. Fr- fr- like more frivolous or whatever. Yeah, like it's lazy. It's like lazy to not do the thing that you have to do, mm-hmm. which to me is like not super biblical. It's just like Western Christianity yes. capitalism, yes. you know? Yes, of like, yes, yes. Pull yourself up by your bootstraps and just mm-hmm. do your work. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. Wow. I'm excited to hear. Me too. They're like, no, and- bitch, you don't have anything. <laughs> Nope, you're totally neurotypical. I feel like though, like even if the even if like in the assessment, uh, if the person doing the assessment would be like, "No, you don't have it." I'm sure then there'll be at least uh, a direction that they could send you in, yeah. where it's like maybe you should check out this, you know, yeah. specific thing. Like yeah. you might or be this type of therapy, you might, this type of right, yeah. Because I feel like there are so many things that like also don't aren't currently named. Like not everything yes. has a name to yeah. it, and there are you know different versions of different things that don't totally, have names. Totally, yeah. But it'll be interesting to then go from there because I already know like I can't like can't do stimulant medication. Yeah, it's just like um, recreationally doing like Ritalin and Adderall. I would feel great while I was on it, and then the um, the the plummet the come down from it like the emotional plummet would be like, Oh my God, my life is over. Like when I'd come down. So, yeah, but it's good to, there's so many, there's so many resources out there. Yeah. That's the thing I was going to say. And even like, there's so many resources I'm sure. And even if there wouldn't be any, just knowing you can then be generous with yourself. "Mm, That's just my ADHD, you know, (laughs) don't just say about everything. (laughs) No, but no, but for real, it's just (laughs) like the waiter. Sorry, I can't come tonight. It's uh, my ADHD. My ADHD, ADHD. you know how it goes. (laughs) Can't pay the bill, guys. uh, It's my ADHD. No, but I, you know, I I do think there is so much power in putting a name to something. At least that's my experience. Yeah. Totes, totes, totes. How have you been doing? You said you've been having some... Things. (laughs) Things. <laughs> my eyelash just stuck to the top of my eyelid when I did that. Uh, yeah, I've been anxious. I've been so anxious. Me too, dude. Like, like, it makes me. I don't. I'm sad you're anxious. I don't want you to be anxious. I want you to feel good, but it also makes me feel comfort that you're also anxious. Yeah, I'm normally I'm not like, like flatline anxiety, but like I've been that way lately. Yeah, I am. Um, you know, uh, for years I was like you know i had like generalized anxiety disorder and then Mm -hmm. would have the panic attacks and and all that and then got the bipolar diagnosis after a few years with like mania and depressive and whatever but then i was doing well for a long time and it was so weird i had like i had over the past maybe six months like one or two manic episodes that lasted for like a couple days um nothing that ended thank goodness nothing that ended in anything that was like unfortunate i was just you know what was unfortunate was my credit card (laughs) (laughs) what was fortunate was your fashion (laughs) what was fortunate is that i was slaying the runway 
The people at the bar had never seen anything like it before. <laughs> I was also standing on top of the bar. Um, but <laughs> so it was nothing but, you know, fun times and pain on the, uh, the credit card bill. But um, and the hangovers. Honestly, when I'm manic, I, the hangovers are they don't really affect me too like, much. Let's go again, bitch. A little bit can be a little dangerous. Um, but if that's the thing that's so weird with bipolar is that you're like the, the mania can be like so dangerous and bad and like ruin relationships and whatever. But mm. like it also feels really like mm. good a lot. Um, but what's weird is what started then to follow after I had my second little manic episode started to get regular anxiety. And I was oh. like, oh, no, are we are we peddling back? But it's just like what you're saying is like, yes, of course, I, you'd have like, uh, you know, per human nature, you have like a week where you're very anxious or whatever. But I've been having like what you're saying where it's like flatline anxiety, where it's like I wake up every day and you go to sleep every day. And I'm like, I don't know what is causing this. Like I can make guesses, but it's also then like, oh, you're on vacation or you have a, <sighs> right. like I was going on vacation and this is very much not like me. I was so paranoid that something was going to happen on the plane and I'd never see Ember and Evan again. And I'm normally not like that. Yeah. I don't, I don't go like, I'm, I'm a fearful person, but right. I'm not doing that. Right. And I was like having like panic. Oh my God. And like saying goodbye to Ember, I like was losing it. And I'm like, it's like, I'm going to see her in a couple days. But then you have that thing too, where you're like, is this my intuition telling me that this is the last, this exactly. is the last time I'll see her. This is the last time exactly. I'll see her. And I was like, and my, I, I dropped her off with my mom and I was like bawling. And my mom was like, or what? Cause she doesn't normally see me like that. She's like, what is wrong? I was like, I don't know. Like, I don't know why. But yeah, it's just been consistent. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, and then you get home and you're just a day with the family and nothing really planned, full anxiety the whole time. And I'm like, what is going on? When you get anxiety, do you ever get um, like, I get, can get very jittery oh. too, like very like, like kind of electric electricity through my body. Yes. Like, so jittery. I feel like to be honest, I feel like this whole episode, I've been looking at both of our hands and the whole time we've literally just both been like, <laughs> and I'm not normally like fiddly. You, you, you always, you're, you're moving, but <laughs> you're always moving. No, I but know. I stay in the same place, but I'm just like, I've been waking up. You know what? And I, and I don't want to write it off to just one simple thing, but for me, it is very, very heavily tied to the devices. I will tell you that last week, even though I still felt anxious, when I said I'm going off of this phone and I went off minus the quick and quick little Greg check in and then answering like text messages, it was like it it helped probably eighty percent. Yeah. Like took it almost eighty percent away. Yeah. Yeah. I kinda wanna get like an old school phone. Oh my God. So they have these phones that, that are called, um, what are they called? I don't know, but they've made a phone that's like that now. That's like a contemporary phone. That's called like the light phone or like the something phone. And it's like that. It's like a, let me look. I think it's called light phone. Um, but that's the whole idea behind it. Like I, I kind of want, I'm like, is there a way for me to attach my current phone number? 
Yeah. Or like to that phone that I can take that phone out and about with me and leave my Instagram phone at home and my email phone at home. That's not a bad idea. Have literally having a work phone. But oh my god, Jess, I don't know if I can live without maps. Oh yeah, that's we need very a GPS true. in our car. <laughs> we just need a Thomas guide. <laughs> what is that? It's those old those old <laughs> books. Remember those in the back of your the car with the parents because you don't, you need a Thomas yeah. guide. Broads, young or, broads, or, back in the day before there was even <sighs> computers where you could print out MapQuest, we would have Thomas guides. And Lord knows, I still could not never read a map. My mom used to do flout. Like my my grandparents had a you know they were florists so my mom would do delivery and they would just have one of those big city maps on the wall at the delivery place and you'd be like okay you know four two seven um willow street okay looks like this is the route i should take to get there and then you would go can you imagine you know what all makes sense to me i feel like like back in the day there was always these like kind of scary movies about getting lost that's why. That's why. Because now you don't get lost. Like you could always find something or a phone somewhere. If my phone, if my phone were to die, I've had that happen. I've been like when I first so moved to LA. I remember one time where like my phone died and I didn't have a charger, and I was just like, "It's like, what am I supposed to do? What? <laughs> now? Like, I guess I just will die here." And I, I think I like had to get to work, but like I didn't have my employer's number. So you're just like, okay, oh my what? God, like what am I? Even if someone were to call me right now, if like let's just say my maps wasn't loading and would call me on the phone and be giving me verbal directions, I would probably not be able to get there. Remember if when I, you would if, print out MapQuest instructions and oh like yes, have them in your car? That That's, feels very fresh to me. Yeah, that feels I if my phone died two miles from my home. <laughs> And I've lived here for about four years. I would have a hard time getting back. I am so reliant on a map, on a on maps. So reliant. I, I don't know. remember directions. I never have. It used to make my parents so mad that I would never remember directions. And people are like, head west on whatever. And you're like, I'm like, what is west? What? You're telling me what? I'm going to have to like look at the sun and like try <laughs> like, to what determine. Am I supposed to... I'm like, I think it rose over there this morning. <laughs> so rise is in. I'm like, you spin me around Where's and I don't know where. Where's the North Star? Like, oh my God, can you imagine being being a uh, uh, on a school. ship? Yeah, back in the day. No. What does that mean? I wouldn't be doing that. I would be knitting at home. You ever read though, like like Eric Shackleton, who's like like in 1907, they literally were like, let's go to Antarctica, and like they like survived that. How? You know? I. You know what? No, I also would like to do a full episode on Antarctica because I got a lot of questions. I've been kind of diving into Antarctica lately and I'm feeling very sus about it. This is another thing. Why are we like trying to explore like the moon when we could like develop? Would it mess up the ecosystem if we were to develop like a warm dome in like Antarctica? I have truly no idea, but that makes way more sense to me. Or like Russia, Russia is like most of it's uninhabited. Yes. Also, I can never get over the fact that what is it? 80% of the ocean is unexplored. Like we know more of space than we do of the ocean. Yeah. Why don't we make under, why don't we make Atlantis? Like, hey, hey, fucking Jeff Bezos. Why don't you build a gnarly submarine and get to the bottom of the ocean? What if there's resources down there that we could use? What if we can get to the center of the earth? Like enduring (laughs) the center of the earth. Oh my gosh. That book gave me so many nightmares. (laughs) 
so scary. I never read it. I just watched both the old and new movie. Um, very the book the book freaked me out big time. I read it, cried, reread it again. Couldn't <laughs> fall asleep. Ugh, I couldn't stop reading it though. Wow. It was one of those books. Speaking of anxiety. Anyway, well, sorry to but, hear that though. Yeah, it's you know it is what it is. <laughs> That's why I've been drinking my green juice. Oh, I meant to ask you at the top of that. That's what I was forgot to ask you. Yeah, why have you been drinking green juice? Because I'm trying to figure out uh, like some maybe way to make me feel better. Mm. I'm like maybe it's stuff something that I'm eating. So I've been trying to eat healthier like, the past yoga, couple weeks. You know, yeah, just like release it all on the mat. Just I'm trying to really let it out on on weights at the gym. Maybe we should actually try really hard. Maybe we should do like a challenge with the broads. We'll think it up and like talk about it next week or something maybe we should try to do a screens off at a certain point of the night i really i really like that idea i know and i like it until then i want to look up a zillow listing in utah at 10 30 p.m and i like it until i all of a sudden get massive anxiety about like what did i miss that happened in bachelor nation that i don't want to have to do all the research for yeah once the next day has passed it's a little bit like it all happens so quickly that then you're like I missed everything. I know. And I don't really want to know everything. That's true. But then I also feel uninformed. It's true. And I don't like feeling uninformed. Yeah. You don't want to be in the dark. So that's why I'm drinking my juice instead. (laughs) (laughs) My cucumber celery. I can see your brain healing with every sip. Thank you. I feel so much better. (laughs) You know, I was telling somebody the other day, I was like, no, I just like don't. Like, you know, people think I eat healthy. No, I just like don't eat vegetables except when I drink them on the days that I'm at your house and order juice. I, I don't. I, I only eat bread and cheese and meat now, literally. For real? Pretty much. Not purposely. It's just the only thing I want to eat I always noticed that when you ate, it was always very just balanced. Like, I'd be mm. like, oh, I'd see you eat a very, like something like very clean. When I'm here, and- when I'm ordering food here, though. I always order healthy, balanced food here. Why do you think you do that here? Are you flexing on this hoe? <laughs> No, because when well when I when <laughs> I eat my goldfish when I order food in the middle of the day when I'm not starving high ah. at 10 p.m. it's different when I'm when I'm ordering food which most of the time I'm not like ordering food I'm usually like you know eating at home or whatever yeah. then I'm like oh yeah I'll get a smoothie a juice and maybe like a rice bowl yeah and that yeah that is healthy and balanced but at home I'm like let's get a pizza then tomorrow morning we're gonna have bacon for breakfast and then for lunch I'm gonna have like you know um I'm gonna have some form of tacos and then for dinner we're going to have I know it's bomb it's delicious that's all I want to eat anymore and then I'll have cheese as a snack (laughs) (sighs) that's I that's really all that I eat as a snack is cheese I I do feel like the one thing that I am trying to not do as much because I feel like it is fucking with my sleep is eating really late. I have a hard time not eating late. I'm a big late night eater. And Mm. I've noticed that when I don't eat too late, my sleep, I I do better sleeping. Mm. But it's hard for me to to not get my nibble on. In the evening time. Yeah, I've been trying not to get reliant on melatonin because I started taking melatonin. Now it's a little addicting. Oh, sure. Yeah, when you're able to like conk out pretty fast. I mean, it is yeah, natural. I, I know. And I I know. But then your body can start becoming reliant on the melatonin. It doesn't uh. produce as much of its natural melatonin. Yeah, so. I, uh, I considered having some melatonin recently. And I thought I'm like, there's this part of me that feels like I'm going to just start taking it every night. I start, I try to take it only like a couple times a week when I really need to get a good night's sleep. But I just hit up that NyQuil every night, baby. <laughs> Diphenhydramine. 
Actually, no, they don't put diphenhydramine in it anymore. In in NyQuil? Mm-hmm. I, know, I know that they have that Z-Quil stuff. I see that. And I'm like, is that just for the sleepies? When I always tell people, I'm like, no, like the active ingredient used to be in NyQuil. It's just Benadryl. It's 25 milligrams of diphenhydramine. I don't know medical words. I only know that because um, of my peanut allergy. So I always have to have, oh, you have Benadryl, to have... which is diphenhydramine. And when you actually start looking at the ingredients, you realize like, oh, I could pay this much for NyQuil or I could just pay this much to just buy off brand Benadryl. Oh, the, the things Google you learn, the things you learn on this podcast. <laughs> Science, mental health, space, Antarctica, <laughs> the great frontier, <laughs> music, God. Antarctica. Well, we really did cover the spectrum of the universe. Okay, you know what I'm excited for this week is the bros episode. We'll see. I am very excited for the bros now, episode. Now, I'm going to tell you guys right now is that Gray's been hyping up how he's going to go off about our episode with Eric. Grayson has not listened to that episode, and I highly doubt <laughs> oh he will God. have even listened to it by the time they record. When he when he was doing that, I was laughing so hard. I was dying. Yeah. Do you think that they'll bring maybe an ex on of his? I keep telling... I'm like, yeah, do it. That'd be great. I don't give a fuck. (laughs) The the side eyes. I don't care. Yeah, no, but he's been hyping it up. He's like, oh, I will have words. I guarantee when they go and sit down and record, he will not... I I would bet money that he will not have listened to it. They will be fully consumed by The Bachelor. Also, they have so many hours of The Bachelor to watch. But Gray watches it Gray's caught up, pretty much. Poor Evan has not caught up. um, And he... uh, Just make him watch last week and this week's, I guess. No, he needs to watch all of them. He needs to. (laughs) He's on... He's in... He's busy! I know, I feel really bad. He's been so busy. (laughs) I told him, though, he uh, is in Seattle right now, so I made him download an episode. I'm like, watch this on the plane, and then you can watch another episode on the way back. And he's like, but I have to work. I'm like, this is work. And he's like, but I need this to get the set ready. Mm -hmm. He is been a busy man these days. Busy broad, busy bro. Maybe that's, that also might be part of my anxiety, by the Mm. way, is that I got so used to having him around during the pandemic. And I'm going to sound like a simp for my husband, but like he had been so busy for so long or gone so often that all of a sudden having him around, like, I loved it so much. Totally. You have someone to work next to. You, you have your little built-in companion. Oh, my your gosh. Helper. It was so nice. And yeah. even like even on the days when you're like, oh, man, this thing is lasting for so long and like you're in the same house, it was like, oh, my God, like every night when we go to sleep, like you're sleeping next to me versus like you're not on the road. Like it's yeah. like, oh, my God. Like when, at least if I don't see you all day, like we fall asleep next to each other. And totally. like he's a big like his like just presence around is like an anxiety soother for me. And so he's been gone. So that might totally. also be part of it. So I blame him. <laughs> Evan, her mental health is deteriorating. You're going to have to you. quit your job. Um, <laughs> he told me the other day, he's like, do you realize he's like, you've like never been to any of the shows that I do that I music direct. That's not true. You guys went to watch the Black Bear one from the hotel. I know. But that was like not. That was, uh, that was like, a stupid COVID that was a, that was a live like oh, it was yeah. really done really beautifully. He did a fantastic job, but not like a proper. And when he was um, when I was in Mexico, he had one at the Greek oh. and he was like he was like FaceTiming me. He's like, you've never been to one of my shows. I'm like, I'm sorry. It just well, always can- falls on a day that I'm not around. Well, Evan can invite us. Right. Tell him. Invite us. We'll I told go. him. I don't know. You know, who knows because of the COVID times, but I think Black Bear and Maroon 5 are supposed to be 
coming to uh, the forum. You know, the minute you said Maroon Five, in my head it was like dent, But anyways, it's at the forum, so maybe we can go to that. Broads, if you're there, let me know. Again, who knows with the COVID right now, but we'll see. <sighs> anyway, well, uh, Anywho, well, that was an episode filled with all sorts of uh, uh, science and science and, you know, all the Education. things. Um, also, don't forget, our live show is this Sunday where we're going to be doing woo! all the pre-Bachelor in Paradise breakdown. It's going to be so much fun. So much fun. And if it's the you, only place you can listen to all that jazz. That's right. And if you purchase a ticket for it, you'll be able to watch the uh, live show version 48 hours afterwards. So I know some of you were sending us messages like, I have work or I'm not in town. If you get a ticket, you can watch it for 48 hours after the actual live show, but it will be live. So this is going to be raw. We've never actually had a live streamed show before. We've never had a live stream show and we're doing it with Evan and Gray. And to say I'm not a little nervous would be a lie. (laughs) We might have to be like... Cut it, cut it. <laughs> to like be like cutting cords in the back because all of a sudden it's like end it, end it. Just have the screen black You're just like out. Diving like no for the camera. <laughs> um, did you already say you'll people will get to watch it for forty eight hours? Yes. Okay. Yes, Good. yes, We yes. got that covered, yeah. So you can watch it basically Sunday afternoon through Tuesday afternoon mm-hmm. at your leisure if you don't want to watch it live, but the live will be it'll be wild (laughs) at your leisure broads we uh we love you all and we'll chat soon chat soon